0: Welcome to another podcast. My name is Angelica and I'm a belief change and relationship coach. And one of the topics which comes up in my sessions again and again is the topic anger. And that's what I would like to talk about today. And it shows up in two ways. Either my client is coming in and beating themselves up for being angry or having a problem with anger. Or the client is struggling with another family member's anger or another person's anger. So before we talk any further about this topic, I just want to be very clear. If you are in any physical danger at all, because you live with somebody who becomes physically abusive when they get angry, you need to get help. What I'm talking about in this podcast is not physical violence, but anger as an emotion that we all experience and how it affects our relationships and how we can approach anger more consciously. In March 2017, I wrote an article about a preteen or teen being angry and how challenging this is for us as parents. So let me share this article. It's called Sitting on the Anger Iceberg with You. And I'm going to also add some further comments. The door slums shut with a loud bang. Marcia feels the frustration and anger rising in her. Here we go again. She can hear her 11-year-old daughter slam drawers and scream at her sister to get out of her room. That is really taking it too far, she thinks. How dare she behave this way? If I had ever acted like this, I would have been grounded for life. So Marcia, as the mother, has different voices in her. There's the outraged voice. Then there's the sad voice that feels frustrated and helpless to guide her daughter through this time in her life. Then there's the voice which says she must have failed somehow as a mother. She somehow must have gone wrong in raising her children. But Marcia has not failed. Most of us have just never been given the tools to cope with anger in a healthy way and the tools to teach this to our kids. We learn it's wrong to be angry and that showing anger is inappropriate. Yet, we need to keep in mind that this response is literally evolutionarily ingrained into our brains for protection. The subcortical areas of our brain are wired for fight or flight. Stan Tetkin calls those more instinctive parts of our brain our primitives. When we feel overwhelmed, stressed, threatened or unsafe in some way, anger instinctively kicks in for us to be able to fight and to keep ourselves safe. So when my clients are struggling with anger, I usually pull out an image by the Gottman Institute It shows anger as the tip of an iceberg. This image is from an article by Kyle Benson. He uses the analogy of an iceberg to describe how anger is only the tip, the visible part of that iceberg. More important than the anger that we are able to see above the surface is what's underneath the water. Because anger is a secondary emotion. Anger is our protection from more vulnerable feelings. And that could be, for example, helplessness, sadness, grief, loneliness, overwhelm, worry, disappointment, embarrassment, insecurity, stress, feeling a lack of appreciation, lack of respect, regret, guilt, shame. All those are potential emotions underneath the surface. So when we accept anger as a feedback mechanism, rather than a problem that needs to be fixed or suppressed, we can investigate why it is there. <coughs> and it's of course easy to see your partner's or child's anger, but it can be more difficult to see the underlying feelings that the anger is protecting. So we need to listen closely to what's going on at a deeper level. So Marcia, in our example, would need to sit on the anger iceberg with her daughter to help her figure out what she's really feeling. And it helps to keep in mind that your partner's or your child's anger is not a personal attack, even though we might be experiencing it in that way. But it is about their underlying primary feelings and unmet needs. So rather than judging her daughter's outburst as wrong, Marcia needs to become curious as to why her daughter is angry. Is her daughter perceiving something as unfair? Is she sad about a recent loss? Is she confused? Is she experiencing helplessness? Is she feeling like a disappointment? Is she perhaps carrying responsibility beyond her age and feeling overwhelmed? Are her essential human needs met? And so on. Debbie DeWitts has a great chart in her book, The Messenger Within. And you can look at this chart in my written blog. She illustrates that our needs can be grouped. And the six groups she puts down are number one, physical nurturance, two autonomy, three interdependence with others, four celebration or play, five integrity, and six. Spiritual communication. So, Marcia's daughter, like all of us, wants and needs to be physically safe and taken care of, loved and accepted, able to play and laugh, able to experience a sense of achievement and independence while being real sure she can reach out to others. She wants and needs to develop a sense of purpose as well as beliefs of a benevolent universe. So these are all examples, one example from each of those groups that Debbie David's names. And the more Marcia as the mother has embraced her own anger and the more vulnerable emotions underneath, so if she's aware of what's underneath her own anger, the easier it will be not to be triggered by other people's anger. So she can then let her daughter know that it's okay to feel angry. And she can invite her to connect with the more vulnerable emotions and possibly unfulfilled needs that the anger is protecting. And she might need to be very open with her daughter and let her know that she herself is only now learning that anger is giving us a useful feedback. Um, And while it's not okay to let her anger out on her sister, she as her mother wants to know what's really going on underneath and she wants to help help her with those scary emotions that we're all experiencing. And when her daughter feels heard and accepted with all her emotions, the primary emotions can rise to the surface. And mother and daughter can then figure out what steps can be taken to address any underlying needs. If you're interested to learn more about your needs, all our needs, you can listen to the free webinar that Debbie DeWitts and myself recorded in April 2017. It's called Our Essential Human Needs and How to Honor Them. You can find it on my website, greendoorrelaxation.net under videos and webinars. And if you're enjoying my blog articles or and blog podcasts, you can follow Green Door to receive an email notification when I post a new blog. All you need to do is enter your email address to subscribe. You can, of course, also subscribe to this podcast. For individual sessions or workshops, you can contact me. Again, my name is Angelica. My phone number is 905-286-9466. Or you can email me to greendoorrelaxation at yahoo.ca. Thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to being your host again another day. Have a great day. Bye.